You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a good morning so far. Um, I'm back again. I'm joined by Joe, and we're also joined by Caroline Camp from CC Virtual Bookkeeping. Hi, Caroline. How are you? Hi, uh, I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Um, hi, oh, it's everybody. Really, it's really <laughs> nice to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time out for us. I think we've just got a jam-packed schedule today and we're like, it'd be really cool to speak to you because we had a chat probably in September, I think. Maybe you came on when we did our last boot camp and we were talking about your business then and I'm really excited to hear about what's changed for you and um, what's going on really. And I think it's good for other people to hear as well, isn't it? So, um, so, because I think sometimes it's just nice to be able to relate to other people wherever they are in their journey. So um, anyone yeah. who's joining, I can see some of you jumping on. Let us know if you're joining us live or on replay. Don't forget we're going to be announcing the winner on Sunday of a one-to-one strategy session with Joe and me for the person who joined the most sessions live or um, just joined, sorry, engaged with the most <laughs> sessions. Um, so let us know whether you're here live or on replay so we can do that. Um, yeah, so how how have things been, Caroline, since September? Or do you want to tell us about how, why you started up? Yeah, I mean, I'm an early adopter, aren't I? Because I actually started a year ago. Um, you started in, with that, you did. You did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, from the very beginning, I've been there. <laughs> um, and, and so at that time, it was a, a year programme, wasn't it? So... Um, yeah, it uh, was. When, when you guys changed it to a six month, I was like, right, I, I need to get my butt in gear and get this done. Because <laughs> you get so far and you start implementing it and then you just kind of get lost in it. Um, but it's so important to go back to it and make sure you finish it, because um, if you want to scale, you need to get to the end of that program. Absolutely. Um, so, so tell us, OK, so where was you at? You know, when you were when you were in the group and like me and me and Zoe, like we, we just announced about this program. And obviously, was it the first time we had announced it, Zoe? April. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. April, didn't you? So you yeah. joined us when it was it used to be a, it used to be called 12 months to six figures. And then we were like, actually, people want to do this quicker than in 12 months. So that was why we decided to call it and the six month success program. So we changed that must have been in, must have been in the summer last year. But you joined us, Caroline, right at the beginning when it was a 12 month, 12 module, 12 month program. And um, so you've been yeah. a part of our community for all of that time. Which um, has been yeah. amazing. We've been so lucky to have you because you are you are so lovely and you're so um, helpful to other people as well. And you you don't mind sharing. You're a bit like me, Caroline. You like wear your heart on your sleeve and you're like, what do you want to know? I'll tell you. So yeah. uh, which I love. So, Caroline, where was you? What was you feeling? what was your business like how did you this I mean how did you get started in your business how long have you had you been in your business at this point a year ago okay so I had been in my business for just over a year because um, I started in January 2019 and uh, it kind of happened by accident at that point because um, I'd just come off maternity I was looking for a financy role part-time and um, a job came up in the village where I lived uh, for a part-time bookkeeper self-employed and I thought oh you know this might be this might be what I need so I got on board with that um, and I actually took on a second client later on that year um, and it didn't work out with that client I lost that client um, after six months and it really 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 shook my confidence Um, it wasn't uh, particularly any fault of my own or theirs uh the relationship just didn't work out um and I actually went and got some more experience working in a bookkeeping practice um on a part-time basis because I felt at that point that I needed needed to be in it more um because although I'd worked in finance roles I hadn't been like properly in the bookkeeping world um so I did that and then, and then your course came out. Well, I saw you guys actually. I saw you guys at the um, ICB summit, and I, I had to leave early, so I missed both your talks because I had to get back for my children. And I remember feeling so gutted that I'd missed it. But I, I, I briefly met Joe there, and I, I, she, she, she walked over to us, and I think you were a little bit hungover at the time as well. 
And <laughs> was I? That doesn't sound like me, Caroline. <laughs> oh, I admire you for that as well. Uh, <laughs> um, and I just like you. You were talking about how you're doing your talk, and I and I just thought, wow, you're so brave. And um, of course, I then I got home and I looked you both up, and I followed you on Instagram and LinkedIn. Bit of a stalker, um, <laughs> but only because. You know, I wanted to be like you. I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to have your confidence and I wanted to um, build my own bookkeeping practice. Um, so when you're when you brought this course about, I was like, wow, this is like meant to be this. The timing of this couldn't be more perfect. Um, and when I got started, I was just like, this is just what I needed because I didn't have a clue what I was doing. It's, there's so much more involved than just the bookkeeping. Um, so yeah, to have that course, it really set me up, really set me up. And, and here I am a year on, um, I still want more clients. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's more about finding the right clients now. Um, so, and I, and, I, and just on. to go back. So when, so you was doing the course, you was working part-time and at the time when you started the course, how many clients did you have of your own when you started the course? Oh, I only had that one, that uh, one, that one, yeah. that one big client. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also and we, knew... we, we chatted about that as well, didn't we? That client, we, you know, when you came into the office hour and the, um, the Q and A's, we spoke a lot about what, how the client was, how it wasn't really gelling. And you, you you were trying your best and we talked about how we can make the communication better but it just wasn't working and sometimes we have to realize don't we that it's it's not working so so yeah you you then so did you end up with working part-time and no other clients at one point or did you take on someone else as well uh so I was working part uh no I took on another client and then I was working part-time I lost the client when I was working part-time that's that's mm -hmm. what happened um, and, uh, still to this day, I still have that first client, <laughs> Yay! Um, but you know, gradually and slowly we are changing the model of, of what I offer. Um, mm -hmm. it's cause he's very traditional client. Um, I mean, he would literally have me doing like paper, everything mm -hmm. in paper, manual form. Um, but that's not what I'm about. Um, so yeah, so, um, and, and also working in a practice, it does open your eyes a lot to working with a variety of clients. Um, mm -hmm. and, it, and, you know, seeing the process that they go through um, helps you to understand the process that you might go through. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so yeah, it's good. So... You've, got, you've got an insight into a working practice. Mm -hmm. um, and that can be great if the working practice you're working for is what you the kind of practice you want to achieve but if it's not exactly what you want to achieve you're learning things that might you know might take you down the wrong path so mm -hmm. and you were building your confidence and you you did I mean and there was no issues with working at the place you were liking it and you were enjoying learning all of the stuff but there came a point where you really wanted to start you'd learned the stuff in the course and yeah. you started to you wanted to get out there. You wanted to be you. You I wanted know, to see virtual I bookkeeping. Desperate to get out. <laughs> not, not you know, not because it was just for me. Really, I was, I was dying to get going. That, that was all it was. Um, uh, and yeah, of course, I was um, bound to them as an employee. So it, I, I did have to take that leap. Um, I'm glad I did. It was blooming terrifying, um, <laughs> but. You know, if you want to, if you want to get to where you want to be in life, you have to take those risks. Um, and everybody works differently, um, so you know you've got to learn on your own terms. What was it like, Caroline, when you decided to leave your job, your employed job? And um, what was was there a reason that was there something that happened that just made you think I have to go now, or was it just like I've just got to go and give this a chance now? Um, no, I think it was because I was mainly in um, the payroll department, so I wasn't covering all of the bookkeeping, although I was doing, you know, uh, some of it. Um, 
and of course furlough had just hit. Um, I was put on furlough for the first four weeks. So I was completely in the dark about, you know, how to deal with it all. And when I came back, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. Um, so, so yeah, I just thought, right, it's, it's, I felt awful though, because, you know, it's a time when, you know, that business actually really needed me. So I did feel really awful about it. Um, but at the same time, my mental health, yeah, yeah, my mental health was going down and I could feel myself going to a place that I did not like. Um, I think when you know that there's something and you're like, I really want to do that thing and you're, you feel trapped, that, mm. that isn't great for your mental health position, is it? Yeah. And, that, and that you have to be a point where you say, this is, this is enough. I'm actually going to go and pursue that thing. So did you, yeah, so you let, so you left your employed role and you had your one client and you at that point went out and started looking for because suddenly your social media took off because I think when you were maybe you couldn't really do anything because you were still employed and and then suddenly I was like oh Caroline's here <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I mean well you know all this stuff had been in the planning for a few months I mean I started the course in April and I think I left the job in the end of August um, so I'd been spending those few months building my website you know thinking about my brand, um, doing my logo, and, and, and try, I didn't have a social media plan then, but, um, and, and again, that was all from the course, I'd learned all this stuff from your course, um, so, so yeah, I, <laughs> it's, it's funny to look back, but, um, you've got to get yourself out there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, and you were bursting to go, I mean, you did, you know, you didn't just do the course, you did the work, um, and it was so obvious that you actually, you know, actually applied everything that we were telling you. And your Instagram is just amazing. I mean, completely puts mine to shame. You oh. are, you you just, well, I don't even, I don't do it. Like, Instagram isn't my platform, but for you it like was. And, and it was actually quite, when we were talking, I remember the time where you wanted to leave and you were feeling bad. And we were talking about, you know, it being a big jump. But you could also, you were like, I just want to get going. I've got all these ideas and I just want to be set free. And, and I mean, but what a great place to be at when you're about to make that jump from employment. Actually excited and like, just let me at it. <laughs> I just want to mm. get going. Um, yeah. So it's that's such a great way and a great positioning. Whereas if, um, you know, if you just leave a job and then think, right, now I'm going to start a business, you know, it takes time to get a social media plan in place because before it's like a chicken and egg situation isn't it you have to get the brand and decide or oh, before the brand you've got to decide who the client is and that's kind of why we take you step by step by step by step through the program and it builds on each other so that you are at that point right right let me out I'm ready <laughs> yeah yeah no def definitely and um like it's, it has helped so much with my confidence because if you'd have known me as a child, I was so shy. I would not uh, raise my hand in class. I would not openly, you know, be the first to speak. I'd only sp speak if I was spoken to. <laughs> and even then it's a bit like, oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, to be, to come this far is like major for me. And I don't want to stop now, now that I'm like, um, you know, I'm building this confidence. I'm like, right, I need to, I need to power on. I need to get over this new phobia that I've discovered I have. Um. <laughs> well, you're doing very good with your new phobia, I must say, because you are talking, there's 42 people watching you live right now and me and Zoe, so that's 44. So you are powering through and, and exactly, you're still growing. And this is the thing. It, you, you did that big, scary thing in August last year and now today you're doing another big scary thing. And yes, yeah, so Donna said you have been unleashed. You have, <laughs> you know, Caroline has been unleashed. So Caroline, can you give us a bit of a rundown of what your practice looks like right now? Um, okay, so I've got 12 clients on my books now. Um, some of them uh, are monthly bookkeeping. Some of them are just self-assessment. Uh, some of them are just payroll. Um, but it's it's quite comfortable at the moment and um i i really i really resonated with what you were saying about the fear the other night um is you know what what if i suddenly do 
get a bit too busy and then I'm like, ah, oh, can't do this anymore. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's comfortable. Um, and but that's, I guess that's the next growth. That's the, yeah. the thing, you know, when I said as well, new levels, new devils, you know, every time we up level, there's going to be something else come up and go, Oh, but you have you thought about this? And this could make yeah. you go right back to the bottom. You sometimes feel like you're playing snakes and ladders, don't you? That like, oh, you're going to yeah. end up like, if you're too high up, then you can, it's the bigger fall, but it's not the case. And the great thing is you haven't just got one client, one big client that you're dealing with. You've got 12. So you've spreading. I always like to think of it a bit like, um, like a chair or a stool, you know, like a one legged stool is really unstable, but a four legged stool. Yeah. You can sit there. You're not going to, so you have built a really good base. And also it's not just for you. You've got a bit of payroll, you've got some self-assessment, you've got bookkeeping. So you can now see which bits you really like, which work well for you um, and where you're the most profitable. You can make decisions now because you've got a client base that can give you some information back and let you know, right, where, where do I want my next client to come from? Where's Where do I find the most joy? Where do I add the most value? And where do I make the most profit? And then you can make a decision about which kind of client you really want to work with. So Within 12 months, you have gone from one client and, and working part-time to leaving your job and having 12 clients and saying, I'm a bit scared I'm going to be too successful. That's, <laughs> that's quite a big jump. <laughs> well, it's not that I'd, I'd be too sec, sec, ugh, successful because um, success obviously looks different to everybody. Um, for me, uh, success looks like having the flexibility uh, to work when I want to work um, and to support my family and work around them of course um, even though I've got these clients I have to and my child like my eldest is at school um, but my youngest is going to be dropping down to two days at nursery so it's going to be a bit tricky um, but hopefully uh, she'll be able to go and stay with nanny again soon um, so yeah, it's all it's it's, and just being a part of this community. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to say thank you to all the ladies that messaged me, wishing me good luck this morning. I really appreciate all your support, and I, I honestly don't know where I'd be without without all of you. I just love love the group, love it. Um, so yeah, where 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 was I? Success. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I wouldn't. I yeah, I wouldn't call it success. I'd call it happiness. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I'm at right now. Something I really love that you said was that you feel comfortable because I think that the fear for a lot of people is going to be that they leave a role. A lot of us are employed because it's comfortable, right? We know the money's coming in and it's not depending on, on us finding a client or something. Um, and for you to be able to say, I've gone from leaving my job, which must have been a scary time, to feeling comfortable and having the balance that you need that's surely what everyone's looking yeah. for. Like we talk about having these big goals and hitting six figures and things. Most people aren't here because they want to hit six figures. They're here because they want to have a, a good lifestyle and be able to afford to pay for that. And whatever that looks like, it's different for everyone, like you said. So yeah. being able to say that is is really great to hear. It's really great yeah. to hear just to know that yeah. you have been able to build a business that is sustainable and works for you. Um, mm. It's like the holy amazing. grail, isn't it? That's what everyone's after, the holy grail of uncomfortable, I've got clients, I could take on more, and I'd like to take on more, but everything's working and, you know, and yes, my daughter's dropping down a day at nursery, but it's not going to mean the end of the world. I'd like her to go to Nan's because, you know, I'd like to keep the work-life balance I've got, but it's not, you know, it's not fast and famine. And sometimes we think it's, this is why it's so important as well. Another thing, not to just work on hourly base and to work on a monthly value for clients, because then you start building a business that is, uh, repeats the income every month. Because I know I used to have a bit, it was like, I'd maybe have some quarters that were really busy because of that returns. And then it would drop down the next month and you can't plan. Whereas now where I've got my cash, um, where I have my uh, sales targets for the month. You know, I try and at the moment I'm trying to add on a thousand pound extra income a month, but I've got a big team. So, well, and it's just got bigger. I employed someone last night. Yay. Um, <laughs> someone else. So, yeah. So I try, that's my target. Um, doesn't mean it happens, but I know it's only going to go up. If I look after my clients and they say, and for you, do you find that now that you've actually got kind of a regular 
income and it's not too much like that yeah no definitely absolutely um and um yeah i i mean it's quite easy to look after those clients at the moment uh like i say because i don't have too many and it's just me but if if i do start getting more then um that's gonna that's, that might need to might need to change <laughs> have you thought about what that might look like do you think have you thought about hiring or outsourcing something or would you take a different approach and maybe I don't know not uh, take on lose an, a, a client that isn't paying as much and take somebody else on I don't know what what's your plan for that yeah so I do have a plan um, and my plan for the end of this year is to get rid of that sounds really bad um to move away from that very first client that still doesn't fit my business model. Um, the problem is still my biggest pain client. So I need to um, <clears throat> uh, it, like put, get some income to cover that, that basically. So it would be nice uh, to maybe get two clients to, to fill that, that one client because at the moment I spend two days on him um not full days but and it, it can take a lot of my time up um and it's just it's just being available at those times like i i want to be available to my other clients at those times as well so mm. it's yeah that that's why it doesn't quite fit the business model because it's it still feels like it's very much a little bit more on his terms than it is mine yeah and you and you have now you've grown when you and this is the thing like we do all take on these first clients and and you know and we all and that's absolutely fine we need to and actually sometimes learning what we don't want from a client is just as important as learning what we do want from our clients and um and the fact that you've come to this decision and you can see that actually for, you could get the same amount of money from two clients, but mostly doing half the work because it'd be automated and in a way that you, so you'd actually end up with more time. So maybe it's mm. the case that you could, because obviously there might be a drop in money. You could give him his, his notice at some point. And, and I would be really honest and try, you know, you might find someone um, in the group or somewhere that likes working with that type, you know, that might be their ideal type of client. So you, I would try and help him find a solution. That would be my way. And I think that's what Carl said yesterday, didn't he? He said, I'll open the door, I'll show you the way, and then I'll hand you your bags. I literally will give you a step-by-step <laughs> -step process on how to disengage this client. But I will give you the solution at the end that, you know, talk to this person, talk to that person. They're a better fit for you. But you could end up with actually a bit more money and less commitment and happier clients and happier you because and this is what we see when we so maybe you give him his notice and then you go big and find that you know one and fill half the gap and onboard one and then you know find the other one down. but i think it's i think it's fantastic that that's where you're seeing so you don't see for you you don't want any subcontractors or staff for you in the future you like being you and on your own or you or you or you're open to that in the future oh i would be open to it into the, in the future definitely um and actually probably the worst uh, first things i would outsource is my social media <laughs> um and blog writing and things like that because that does take up time like um but the even brilliant thing is that you have nailed it so you have so what people do is they outsource their social media when they don't know what they want their social media to look like but you have got your brand you know exactly how it's, so it's going to be quite simple for someone to take that on and outsource it because it's like and someone just said up here which i love be more caroline was um you know hashtag be more caroline um, and then someone else said that you, you've got stalkers now <laughs> because your Instagram's great. Um, and so, you know, that's, you know, be more Caroline is just, mm -hmm. I love that. I just want to hashtag that. But yeah, you could, and that could be a new hashtag actually for you. And you, you can outsource that because you've done it so well. And I think, don't get me wrong, if there's something that you just don't get on with, then find an expert. But for you, and you can see with your chalkboard behind, you've, you've got a creative flair and you would be, you would know exactly what you want. Whereas um, somebody that doesn't know anything about finance should definitely outsource it to a bookkeeper because it's not their thing. 
but for you this that's that's your baby that's your then that's helped to get you here so it's mm. a great thing to outsource because you will have a system for it and then that will free up so much of your time oh yeah and we always, i've got my whole sorry go caroline go on <laughs> i was just gonna say you know you would then you can charge more for your time you know you're not getting paid for doing social media um but you can charge for your time so if you're paying someone and then you can replace that time with earning whatever your earnings are for that period you're going to be better off as long as your social media manager costs you less than what you can earn somewhere else so it makes yeah. a lot of sense and like joe said if you know what you want it to look like you're in a really good place to hand that over to somebody yeah well well i've learned from the best Zoe, you are awesome at social media. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I don't know about that, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, now I've got like my whole, I have so much planned out. I use Asana um, and I, I've got it all planned out, um, what the content's going to be, when I'm going to do it. doesn't always go to plan. Like yesterday, I couldn't get anything out because I was so busy. Um, but that, that's it. Like if I had someone to outsource that to, it would have got done. Um, so yeah, that that would probably be the first thing I outsource, and then I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> have um, have you thought about a virtual assistant to help you with things like calendar, email? Um, you know, your and they can help with, and they could you could have a VA that helps you with social media too. So you can yeah. have someone that does a bit of both, which might be really good to try and get rid of some of those admin tasks for you. That, um, yeah, that would be, that could be a potential good starting point. Quite a few, um, I know Gemma helps us with our social media. Um, she's not a social media, like it's, but we, because we have, well, in, we've got Zoe who creates things and says, this is what we want. We just need someone to put it out there at, at the right yeah. time and stuff. You know, you could have um, a VA to help you with something like that. Have you got a cleaner? No, I desperately want a cleaner. It's the first to be honest, thing. though, our That's house isn't thing. big enough to warrant a cleaner. <laughs> there, it's, always, <laughs> it's always yeah. big enough. Honestly, please do not think that. Whatever size house you have, it definitely warrants a cleaner. Even if you get the cleaner, I, I learned this from my cousin and she's she's pretty loaded. And um and she's and I was saying, So what do you and she had this four bedroom detached beautiful house with gardens and grounds and um and I was always, and the kids went to private school and I was like so what's your cleaner do for you because her house always looks immaculate and she said well I get her to come in once a week strip all the beds do the, wash them all get them all dry and put the the other bedding on and stuff like that for the and I was like oh my god yeah you, you can and we got to remember that we can ask our cleaners to do what we want so now sometimes I, I will leave a little message for my cleaner and say don't worry about that room today because I've done it um but can you give like can you, I've got all these shutters everywhere can you do the shutters because it's driving me mad you know where <laughs> so I, I we can we're allowed to, when we outsource to guide people to do things so for mm. you it might be yeah put a load of washing on do the dishwasher and um and like clean you've got windows you need windows cleaning you know and it I might only it. be the, once a month you're right though it. There, there's so much time you can save and then you can be working um absolutely someone was saying that my worry about a cleaner is the tidying up first I've got two small children and it's <laughs> fair to say it is very untidy a lot of the time and I have always apologized to my cleaner yeah. and bless her she like arranges all the toys really neatly and puts them in little funny positions like they're having a picnic or something on one of the beds you know like <laughs> this is what they do so it's, it's oh okay. they're lovely little they touches all the time yeah oh, I know I'm, I always get little points on my toilet roll and I'm like oh, oh I yeah. don't want to use it but I have to <laughs> <laughs> Um, Caroline, someone said, have you thought about automating more of your systems? Now, I know you're hot on automation. So um, so Lucy said, have you thought about automating with things like accountancy manager? What are you doing that is great in terms of tech? What can other bookkeepers who are watching you learn from you? Because I think automation is one of the things we can do that stops, you know, can delay us needing to outsource things. If we get our systems really slick, that can actually save us quite a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a little bit unconventional when it comes to uh, uh, practice management software. Um, I've tried Accountancy Manager. I didn't like it. Um, it was also green. Um, <laughs> and so green. I was like, can I change the colour? I need it to be blue. And they're like, no. And I was like, and then when I said to my sister, we're leaving Accountancy Manager, it's too green. <laughs> she was like, 
really? I'm like, yeah, she always laughs at me about that, but I'm so glad you feel the same. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I'm not just the only one. Um, <laughs> um, and then Centre, I, I really liked Centre actually, uh, but my email, I just could not get my email to integrate and I, I probably should have just got some help and I would have resolved it. But again, I just didn't like that it was all black and um, there was a there was a lot going on in there in terms of tasks and things and it's I know you can um, you can customize it uh, to suit you but yeah I, I don't know I don't know why it just didn't you know I wanted I wanted to love it but I didn't um, and so I actually found a piece of software uh, it's an American software it's called Dubzado um, so it's it's not technically for bookkeepers it's it is a creative piece of software it's for creatives <laughs> and I just love it like I can customize it the way I want um, and you can send proposals and engagement letters um, it now integrates with zero which is great and it has the whole workflow so you know someone and a scheduler so someone can go on your website schedule an appointment it goes through Dubsado you set up the workflow it'll send them a form to say okay you know um, tell me a little bit more about yourself ready in preparation for our meeting and then once you have the meeting you send the proposal um, and the engagement letter goes with it and they can sign it I just love how automated that is so actually I've, I think I've got that pretty down <laughs> That's amazing. I wonder if you can send us a link and we'll link that in the comments so that anyone can, um, or when we, we'll put this on the podcast so, and we'll make sure we add it later. If you've got a link for that, that'd be cool. Yes, I do have a link for it, actually. I have an affiliate link. Um, and Absolutely. it is, it's free for your first three clients. So you can play around with it as much as you want. Um, and then it, I think it works out about £25 a month. Um, but obviously it varies because it's in dollars. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would definitely do that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, well, actually, that might be a good thing to do um, in an office hour um, to go and have a little, if Caroline, if you wouldn't mind for our members to like show us around and yeah. uh, see doing that could be quite handy. I was asked this morning um, as well um, if because of my go proposal thing that I did last night, whether we could have a if the if someone wants to do a go proposal you know we might end up with two office hours that week people that want to come on and have a look and see what's what but I'll just be going through how I've priced things and stuff so it's these kind of things that are really let's dig deep this is what we do in office hour right what do you want to know what can we not do on a big you know let's let's really dig deep and Dubsado is something I'd like you know I'd like to look at as well you know I use capsule at the moment someone's asking what do we both use I use capsule at the moment which has been fantastic for the my point of my growth in my business. But now, um, now with Dext changing and we've got Receipt Bank in there and Xavier, I've been looking at Xavier and I really like the flows in Xavier. But Xavier links well with Centre. Now, I've never looked at Centre. I did start off with Accountancy Manager. Then I've gone on to Capsule. Again, Capsule is not for accountancy. It's just something you can move and make. And I, and I, I like it. But... Um, I'm I'm feeling that it's it's quite um it's not intuitive enough maybe and also center links with Xavier go proposal and everything that I'm in zero that I'm using so yeah should I be looking at something like that so I need to um yeah I need to yeah what, oh you don't know your affiliate links people are sharing yeah wait for Caroline's affiliate link if you're going to look up for it because that'd be nice for oh yeah Pixie as well that's another one that people have been mm. talking about a lot recently um I'd love to know about that so if anyone's got that then maybe we could take a deep dive into that as well because these are the and this is the kind of thing we need to discuss and this is why the community is so important because this stuff changes all the time Pixie wasn't around last year this is a like new uh, well, I didn't hear of it. Um, um, Caroline, do you not use Go Proposal? I can't see it on your board. No, I think you use Dubsado, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've, I have trialed Go Proposal and I, I do use the pricing to help me. I downloaded the pricing after I trialed, which um, and, and that helps me to come up with the pricing. Um, but, you know, it's it would be lovely to have that but I'm still at the stage where I just can't justify the cost at the moment. Um, if I was getting um, 
as many uh, cook the leads as you were, Joe, <laughs> I would definitely have it because it is fab. Ooh. Wow, Hello. sorry. Oh, sorry, Zari. I thought you were going. I'm just reading all the <laughs> comments. So um, Karen says that she is using Centre but likes the look of Pixie and she thinks that integration with, I'm assuming, Pixie's on the uh, Go Proposal Roadmap. The guys from Pixie are also super helpful and I am tempted. See, this is the thing as well. It's not just about, like you said, you struggled with integration with Centre. And it's and we've we've talked about this a lot about making these account managers your, you know, part of your team. Yesterday, um, I said to Xavier, yeah, I'm really enjoying the trial. Um, and um, we are nearly ready to make a decision, but I need some more information. And he said, okay, I'll set up a meeting. And I said, well, it's gonna be a meeting with my whole team. Like they're all coming on because <laughs> this is a, a team decision. And um, and yeah, and we had a, a good old chat and uh, we're gonna have another little think over the next few days. It's hard because it's such an investment, isn't it? And that's, I mean, and you, you've you got your, I mean, you've got tech set flow, you know, I like that. You've got, you, <laughs> you, you've really worked hard at that flow and your app stack and everything. You've you've really concentrated on that. You've really concentrated well on your social media. You've concentrated on your processes. And it's all about having all of these parts sorting out so that you can have that comfortable business yeah. work-life balance, isn't it? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, that was my focus. I was so uh, fixated on getting the, um, techno the technology set up and having the workflow in, in place Um because you know when you when you start getting these inquiries it's a lot to deal with if you haven't got a system um and you're on your own so um yeah i was really focused on that and it is really hard not to get shiny object syndrome <laughs> um because i have seen pixie as well um i don't think i've trialed that one but i am you know i'd be happy if someone has used it or trialed it i'd love to hear from you um because I, I love my tech. <laughs> um, and I mean, anything that makes your life easier, that gives you back that time is worth it. But you have to remember to keep your costs low as well, because like I say, it can be easy to get drawn into all these different technologies and all of a sudden your expenses are going up and up and up. Um, so yeah. And then you to, don't you make any profit. It. No. You don't make it, yeah, exactly. You don't make any profit. Um, what would you give to the people that are listening um that are just starting out and they were in a similar position to you maybe they're working and maybe this is that their side hustle at the moment or a thought and it's a you know it's something they would like to do um have you got any have you got any tips or anything that you think you wish you'd have known beforehand or anything like that what what would you suggest um I would suggest don't be scared. Um, I, I got scared and I lost my confidence. Um, and that's why I went back to practice um, when I probably should have just, you know, plowed through it. Um, but use this group because everyone here is so supportive. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I mean, I had to ask a question in the group the other day. We don't know everything. Um, and I was really embarrassed about it. It was about the cycle scheme, but you know, and, and my client made me feel like I was useless because I didn't know about it. Um, so, you know, you don't know everything. I even went back to the books actually to my, you know, uh, and I was like, was it, was it in here? No, it wasn't. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's good to have the support around you. Um, and, and like I say, I don't think I would have been able to do it without this group and without you guys. Oh, Caroline. Well, you know what? You've put all the hard work in. Um, it, it's one thing signing up for a programme and it's another thing actually committing to doing it. And, you know, there there is a massive opportunity here to be part of a community and get the support you need to do whatever the thing is you want to do in your business. And hopefully lots more people are clearer on that after our visualisation session this morning and <laughs> spending time hearing about you growing your business and people can see that this is possible for them. But you do have to do the work. So if you sign up for something, you have to commit to doing it. And you've done that. And that's why you're seeing this success. So mm. we are here. Absolutely. And we're here to support you. But you've done this yourself. So um, congratulations. Yeah. It's really well done. It's so amazing to hear how it's been going. I, oh, thank what you. I, what, a question I'd like to ask, because I think it was asked last night. And obviously, as a student, as a um, you've, you've 
you've done the whole course now, have you? Have you got your certificate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you. What people were saying last night, well, how, how much time does it take? What time do they need to invest in the course? How long did it take you to do the course? Now, obviously, you were you were one of our first. You got it very cheap. <laughs> and that, just to remind everyone, we were saying this, you know, that this is the last time that our course is going to be the price it is now because we just keep adding and adding and adding. And actually, someone made me laugh the other day. They were like, I nearly get to the end of the course, and then you keep adding more stuff. And I feel like... <laughs> My percentage, of course, goes down, which cracks me up. Oh, oh yeah, mine, mine does. Every week I get an email saying, oh, you know, you've only completed 68%. I'm like, what? But that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's because of all the add-ons. That's, that just shows that there's like 30% extra there for you um, yeah. to complete. So, that you know, it's, it's so unbelievable value I got it at. And I thank you so much um well and and we but we were we were at that time as well we were new we're only a year in like you've been with us on our journey of growth as well and we wasn't sure you know I was sharing my journey and I was growing my business at the same time as sharing it and we've been adding things as I've got further down the line and as Zoe's learned things and I've learned things I mean like and Zoe's stuff is obviously you know like the social media I had no idea about all that stuff like she just went for it all of the all of the stuff about um the, the launch pads and all of that and that's that's zoe um she like so she keeps adding stuff and i'm like oh i've this this has happened and i think we should teach them about that so we do keep adding stuff but so okay so but you get your certificate and your 30 cpd points when you complete the main course even if your percentage keeps going down as we keep adding <laughs> we know we know when you've done the course how how long did it take you to do? How much time was you giving to it? How did you work it around family and, and your business? Okay, so um, I was doing it in the evenings initially. Um, but, you know, it was so, it was like, oh, and because you get it all in one go, you're like, oh, I want to learn it all now. Um, so I, I went through the first probably six um, modules really quite quickly. Um and that's and then I stopped because I was implementing everything and you know changing jobs and and stuff like that. Um, and it I think it wasn't until someone came on board. I think it might have been Laura, and she she just went straight through it and done it. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like I need I need to do it now. But at the same time, uh, I I I went back through the first six modules as well because. You know, when you when you're trying to learn quickly, you might not absorb everything quite, you know, quite as well as you would do if you took really took your time with it. Um, so I went I went back through the first six modules, um, and then just just slowed it right down towards the end to make sure that I did I did understand it all, and I you know I could implement it going forward. There was some bits that obviously um, I I'm not. Like with the outsourcing, I'm not ready for that, but it's there and I can go back to it. And that's what I love about it. Like it's always there and I can go back to it when I'm thinking, oh, I'm not sure about this. I can, you know, so it's, yeah, it's really, it's, I suppose, when did I finish it in the end? End of last year? Yeah. I probably did it in about, I think it was November. Yeah. so So maybe I did it in about eight months in the end. Um, but it's very easy to try and whiz through it because you just want to, you just want to learn it all right now. <laughs> it's good to take the time though, isn't it? To implement yeah. it. And, I think, oh, and that's no, one of the important things to, we, we put the workbooks in because we're like, actually you need to do, it's one thing watching the videos. It's another thing taking a step back and going, okay, how does this part of this apply to my business? And like you said, not everything will, some of it you'll already know. Um, but there'll be other things where you're like, okay, I really need to spend some time on this stuff right now. Is there um is there something that you think I'm gonna need to go back to that? Is there a part yeah. that you are planning to revisit? Oh gosh, yeah. Visualization all the time. Because you know, you can get carried away. Um and you're you fr- one thing I've learned is don't compare yourself to others. Like your your own goals is is what your success is. So don't be looking at everyone else thinking oh, I'm not as good as them or you know you're on your own journey you set your own goals um and and you will reach your own success um so that's why uh, I go back to visualization because it's all about mindset 
and you do need to just go back there and remind yourself of why you're doing everything what your plan is where you want to be um and it just helps to block out some of those negative thoughts um, oh, I so love yeah. that. I love that. Um, <laughs> I, I know Laura, Laura J. Henderson keeps saying to me, Joe, can you record another visualization? So you must be bored of listening to that one. So I will do. And it's funny when I when I wanted to put that in at the beginning, um, I think we were both a bit cautious because we thought, but but this we're serious, we're bookkeepers. This is a business course. We can't oh. get woo-woo with this. But I was very like, no, we need to. This I'm taking people through how I've managed to get where I am. And in the and basically what I've done is the the twelve thousand pound course that I invested in, I very much used the tools that she taught me in that. And the first thing was visualization and imagining your most perfect day and going over that. So that was definitely something that I was like, no, we need this. But it was funny because me and Zoe kind of said, we won't tell anyone it's in there because they won't buy it because they'll think we're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the more we, you know, and like this morning, everybody really enjoyed it. And it's, it is so, but I think we just, you know, we did think, oh God, are we mix in, is it a bit too mixy mixy, like woo woo and technical and, you know, business, is it, can you do it? But it works well. I, I don't see, I don't think it is. I think, you know, we're all human and so many people in business have this struggle with their own mindset and they always come back to the same, you know, it's always around mindset and how, how you deal with negativity. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so important in my mind, um, especially as I'm coming from a, a point of view where I've always been a heart, a uh, glass half empty kind of girl um <laughs> I think I've turned that around now though um and I think that since having children I don't want my children like I want them to have a growth mindset I don't want them to be like oh well I can't do that so I'm going to give up um mm -hmm. so I think that's yeah having children has definitely ch changed me as a person <laughs> yeah yeah, because you Although see, not recommended to everyone who wants to build a practice. Oh, yeah. You don't have to yeah, have a child. You don't have to have children to get there. No. <laughs> oh God, no, no. They definitely. Um, I remember there was a point three days after having Rosie, I was literally sitting on a ring with <laughs> breastfeeding and doing a VAT return at the same time, and uh, I hadn't planned my hadn't planned the time of uh, the baby. Well, she was she was born on the. Uh, she was born on the 15th of August and it was really late obviously um, I've been in a long labour and the guy had given me the stuff late and I was like I can't believe I'm doing this that was a, I remember that as like quite a low point <laughs> of trying to manage everything and feeling like I just want to be a mum but I didn't have that so I definitely didn't have all this together when I had my children you know and I've had I tried having a nanny I had childminders I had nursery I, I did all of that stuff um to try and build a business around and so I completely sympathize and like and I know Zoe said last night can you believe it Wilf on the night where on the night before our busiest day two o'clock in the morning he's like come on mummy come on mummy <laughs> <laughs> come on let's get up let's go and have they some do fun. pick their moments don't they <laughs> yeah yeah they do they do and um and it's and uh, but do you know what? And someone said this, actually, the fact that we, you know, we've had um, issues with bosses, we've had issues with family and children, and maybe we've had issues with health, um, all of these things. And, you know, bookkeeping may have found us because it kind of we knew we could learn something and start a new career and be given a second chance to build something that was ours that we could have some control over. Um, but I think that really helps us to be such an amazing um advisor or an amazing you know part of anyone's business because we have that sympathy we understand that business is just not all about the bottom line it's it's about how everything works together and i think that really mm. helps us the empathy side of us really helps us to be a great um a great asset to all of our clients and um yeah i'm oh well caroline i can't say how much i've enjoyed this morning and i know from all of the comments we've had everybody has loved and they just want to pick your brains apart i think <laughs> <laughs> they've loved hearing uh, uh, all about you and uh, yeah thank you so much for joining us 
Oh, thank you're you welcome. So much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I just love speaking with you guys. I feel like I'm getting my own strategy one to one here. So, <laughs> oh, it's been amazing, and I think it would be really helpful actually if we can arrange for you to come and help out at office hour and talk about systems because I think it, from the chat it looks like people have loads of questions about this. So let's try and get that in for our members on our on one of our office hours if you're up for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Push me even further out of my com comfort zone. I'll do it. <laughs> amazing oh well well done you've been amazing um thank you so much for this morning um can you tell us how everyone can connect with you and stalk you on instagram and find you at other places on social media <laughs> um okay so i'm on linkedin caroline can micb pm dip uh <laughs> and i'm on uh facebook and instagram uh, cc virtual bookkeeping fantastic i love Carly just said, thanks, Caroline. was so good to meet the face behind the Insta. How cool is that? I, do, I'm, I am really trying to do more me things, but I'm, I just can't be serious. I'm not a very serious person. I'm a bit of a, bit of a silly billy. Don't so. be. I've really enjoyed some of your reels and there was like a few you did and you must have had the filter on so you look like you had purple hair I actually thought oh, you had purple hair I actually I want purple like, hair yeah, I'm seriously purple. considering it <laughs> when we get yeah, out and match your branding <laughs> yeah yeah love it love it oh Caroline thank you so much thank you to everybody that's here right now um I think we can all say like that I mean you're going to be have an influx of new followers today which is amazing and uh yeah we can't sit, wait to see more of you Caroline being you on your insta and uh yeah get that purple hair that's amazing so Zoe, what's up what's up next today what what have we got next on the lineup Next in the lineup at 11.30, we're going to be back live in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club and on YouTube. And we're going to be talking to Hannah Dawson from Futurely about adding additional services to your bookkeeping practice. So really looking forward to speaking to Hannah. Obviously, we'll see you in about an hour and a half. I'm going to have to lie down, I think. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. See you in a little while, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.